Hello, Film Ireland audience. It's time I actually started us off because Richard is very kind to have done it for probably a year now. Is it as much as a year? You and me, yes. Yeah. For me, oh, I know. Sorry, I know for you is much longer, but like you know, I think it was around the time last year. Yeah. yeah so I recall asking at a barbecue to do this, yeah. and I think possibly the same barbecue this weekend. There we go. Just gone. Yeah. I was like, oh, we should do another one. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Richard, for all your mentoring. I'm finally flying without wings. Have here? I been fired and I didn't know about it? Am I, am I leaving <laughs> after this one, or just going to die oh, yeah. or something? We forgot to tell you at the barbecue. It was actually, oh. you're going away party so that wasn't even a cake that's (laughs) disappointing (laughs) but uh good thing is you've got your health (laughs) and uh let's uh we have some should we get to our news for this week i suppose we should if i'm gonna shuffle out of here at the end and die in a ditch somewhere get it over with (laughs) uh so i guess the big news of the last few weeks has been the the kerfuffle in hollywood about this new han solo film and the fact that Chris Lord and is it Tim Miller, I want to say? Ooh. I know it's Lord Miller. I'm trying to think of his first name. Yes. Doesn't it matter, is. Jonathan. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, they... Chris with, Miller. Chris Miller? Chris Miller. No, what's yeah. your one? Is it Tim oh, Lord? sorry. Phil. Phil Lord. So Phil. <laughs> right. Uh, point is, they, with, yes. I think, was it three weeks of shooting left? And mm-hmm. then some reshoots were sacked from the Han Solo movie, seemingly because they were getting too improv- improvisational with the script. Uh, generally too comedic which sounds a bit crap because the one reason I was looking forward to this was because I like their movies and mm. I like their tone and their comedy so if yeah. it's going to be just a boring Star Wars film I don't care but anyway so they were fired Ron Howard's now taking over <laughs> for some reason yeah I think it, it does speak to that fear everyone had when Marvel started getting big was that it's the death of you know director cinema and it's just everything's just run by producers now and this would seem to confirm that mm. <laughs> if they don't toe the line they yeah. get fired i was kind of a bit surprised though because i kind of assumed it was like oh it's you know big studio doing their thing mm. but apparently i heard that the, the cast and crew were pretty much cheering when they were fired. yeah the rumor is that it was um <laughs> it was what's his face himself oh, i can't say ansel elgore if that's the other guy um <laughs> Oh, Alden. Alden Einreich, yes. Yeah. That it was him that ratted them out. Like, he was like, oh, oh man, I don't like doing this. This isn't the script. And he went to Catherine Kennedy, who's the head of Disney, and was like, hey, hey, cats, listen, they ain't playing ball. So he ratted them out to teach yeah. her, and then she came in and fired them. So it's it sounds like it's an interesting movie behind the scenes. I'm not yeah. sure I still want to see it. I probably will see it, but I don't really want to see it. Yeah. But Ron Howard, like, why? Mm. Yeah. It has a lot of great memes of just people saying, and then Ron Howard came in. It was fine. Ron Howard voice. No, it wasn't. <laughs> a la Arrested Development. Yeah, um, yeah like, I can't think of a Ron Howard film I've seen, let alone liked. So I don't know. You, really? You, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't. Hang I'm on. Sure I was, no, I've seen Frost Nixon. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, like Rush? Nope. Didn't no? see it. No? Okay. Uh, Apollo 13? Didn't see it. Okay. I haven't seen that either. So <laughs> That's what everyone expects you to have seen. Yeah. But yeah. I have not. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Has he has he not done a Marvel movie yet? I feel like he no, have. I think so. He'd okay. be too much money for that because they, they okay. get all the little small directors that they can kick around the place. Okay, fair enough. Uh, is um, what's his name? Kenneth Branagh? Is he small enough? 
director? I'm sorry, I mean... That's I'm actually like... a fair point, yeah. He's, he's pretty big. Uh, <laughs> have you seen the trailer for Murder in the Orient Express? With him with his giant oh. mustache? No. Uh, oh, actually, maybe I have. It looks really good, bar the fact that Johnny Depp is in it. Uh, but okay. I think he might be the guy that gets murdered, so he might be in it very long. Okay. Which is actually awesome. similar to Alien Covenant in a way, but yes. later on, though. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I thinking? What were we talking about? Star Wars. Yes. I suppose it's kind of similar to... I'm not sure if we talked about the last time. It's been that long. Uh, Joss Whedon taking over Justice League. And did you hear about this? Uh, vaguely. So Zack Snyder's... This is going to get kind of serious. Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide oh, back right, in like, yeah. March. And he kept working through it. But then just eventually realized correctly that he can't really deal with the mm-hmm. big stupid movie when he's, his family's grieving. So he handed it over to Joss Whedon, who's apparently just in DC now doing mm-hmm. DC movies. But that's equally weird, and yeah, it's an odd I, sorry, time in Hollywood. Yeah, no, I did know that he um, he had like removed himself from mm. th- from the movie, but I didn't realize Joss Whedon had gotten it. So, well, he's yeah, just doing the post production stuff, so it's mainly okay. just visual effects, I'd imagine. And but mm-hmm. there are reshoots, so people are now thinking, will he just make it a Wonder Woman or a, like a, yeah, Wonder Woman focus movie where she's written like Buffy, yeah. which would be hell personally if I have to I have to watch it through that. So apparently. There was um there was a script written by oh Jeff yes Green. there Did was you, yeah um back what like 10 12 years ago more possibly like what uh, a while ago, I think anyway. he had it in production yeah early 2000s around yeah. then he was trying to get it made for years he wanted Anadine Jolie I think at one point oh, okay. and Kobe Smulders at some other point to play her uh but yes that script started doing the round I think it's been it's been people have seen it before mm-hmm. but I think after the new one came out and was actually good yeah. we were like this is actually really bad in hindsight. <laughs> I didn't read much of it. I saw snippets on Twitter, okay. but bits of it did look pretty horrific. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was made as a Steve Trevor story, seemingly. Yeah. And she was just kind of there. Yeah, well, actually, so, which is something I think I'd like to address when we get to our oh, yes. later. Right, right, right. So let's keep that one in the bag. I suppose the segueing, we're fond mm. of those here. Uh, yes. Onto that. We'll talk about Wonder Woman later on, but it is just very reassuring to see that one, it got critical praise, but more than that, made a shit ton of money. I think it just recently crossed, it must have been Hurt Locker or something, to make it the highest grossing female directed movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just more reassured that a $100 million plus budget movie with a female director made money. Because if, mm. if it didn't, no one would ever get hired again to make a film yeah. that had no penis. And it would have been a real bad time. So I'm glad it made all of the money. And I think it's already outpaced both Batman, or sorry, Batman, Superman, Man of Steel, and Suicide Squad domestically. So okay. it hasn't beat them worldwide gross yet, but it has mm-hmm. beat them in America, which is ridiculous yeah. and amazing and good because it deserves it more than those three films did. But yeah, so I'm glad if the DC film that finally was good was mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, that's the best case scenario as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Uh, yeah, so the only other bit of news is left. Unless you have anything else to, to yeah, throw in there? The only thing, yeah, it's not really news so much as I find it quite odd that in this new Star Wars spin-off mm. now that they Amelia Clark seems to have a role in it. I don't know what that is. Oh, and Han Solo. Yes. Yeah, I don't know who she's playing. I think that it's all very hush hush. Who's okay, everybody? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but it just it adds to my suspicion, which is <laughs> that like, why is every woman in the Star Wars universe British for some reason? Uh, sort of petite, well-spoken, yeah. uh, chestnut brown-haired British yeah. woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it, I don't know, it's 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 kind of, it's 
it's weird at this point is all I can say. well i mean it's all run by <laughs> disney and in the marvel universe you've got every blonde-haired man mm. called chris playing characters so you have to have the running thing i guess <laughs> we would get confused otherwise. exactly yeah. if they weren't all the same in some way that's it thank you movies although actually dc has a, a blonde-haired chris as well now chris pine yeah. so this is just it's a weird chris thing <laughs> there's probably some kind of nazi aryan race super yeah. overmensch symbolism there somewhere Mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, again, speaking of DC, further segues. We're getting good mm. people. We're getting good at this. With Game of Thrones soon to be no more, or at least in the next year, I guess. I'm not sure if they're block shooting the last season or they're actually shooting it in two separate chunks because it's being released separately, obviously. But Northern Ireland will finally soon be bereft of Thrones. Mm. Uh, and that studio space has been taken over by the sci-fi original series, because that's always a good sign, <laughs> Krypton, which is a prequel Superman series mm. set 200 years before the planet explodes. So they expect it to be Gotham, but somehow worse and probably more boring, with cheap sets and terrible costumes, and an awful lot of extras with Irish accents, no doubt. Mm. Which does sound bemusing. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, I forget what Superman's granddad's name is called, who's the main character, not Jor-El, it's Monel, maybe? Him with his American accent walking around <laughs> Krypton and then it was full of deeply heavy Northern Irish accents surrounding him for the scientists. That'll be funny, but I if this gets past a pilot, I'll be impressed. If it gets more than one season, I'll be shocked. I don't think it'll bring in the tourism the way Game of Thrones has. Mm. But it's good to see they're still getting that studio used, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and speaking of the Irish connection, the last little thing we will say is the film Fla is on in Galway this weekend. Uh, the film-based Masters... Who, which is a group of students from this fair parish who get together and with, a, with love in their hearts and hope in their minds uh, somehow make a film, which I can't imagine doing. It sounds like a lot of work. seems like hell. So their film, Writing Home, is showing at the FLA and people should go support them because they seem like a grand bunch of lads and or lasses. I don't know them personally. They could be all men. I don't know. <laughs> but we're presuming it's a mixed bag. But the film shouldn't be a mixed bag. But the film would be good. So go away, film FLA. Go, go be at it. Uh, <laughs> yep. moving on to reviews so I think we'll try and do the thing we usually do of because me and Sarah don't coordinate these things we'll try and do a few we've seen together a few we've seen not together in mm. our separate private lives <laughs> so starting us off with something relevant or at least recent Baby Driver uh, Sarah would you care to give a plot synopsis of this one because I tried to in my written review Ooh. and got kind of lost and just wrote a really short thing and moved on yeah I'm not sure I can really <laughs> it's Basic setup will suffice. Yeah, so it's about a guy, he, he's kind of a bit dim, he seems to like to listen to music a lot, uh, apparently what we learn that he has tinnitus and mm-hmm. he needs to listen to music because that's like so hipster, it's just disgusting. <laughs> um, he's also, for some reason, an incredible driver and gets roped into the heists. He listens to music while he drives. He is very good at it until... He stops being quite as good at it. Uh, <laughs> it's like a reverse Tom Cruise movie in many yeah, ways. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Then when he falls in love, things kind of start getting a bit crazy from there. I don't know. Is, is that a That's summation? a perfectly accurate summation. <laughs> and if you told me that movie and I knew nothing about it, I'd be like, that sounds terrible. Why would anyone watch this? Mm. But the most important fact, I guess, is that it's the next, the newest Edgar Wright movie, yeah, which is the first thing point. he's made since World's End. So like four or five years mm. after he walked off Ant-Man. Another director being fired from a big studio movie uh yeah it's fine on the whole i did enjoy my time with it but i don't know that i'd call it great i read your review and i think i agree pretty much word for what you said it's it's incredibly well staged like when you get to the Mm. final half an hour 
the way the action scenes um that's the big draw point i suppose oh, yeah. people are calling it a musical because it's it's the action visually is matched with the sound effect and the music and it's all just this perfectly cohesive mess that was great mm. and all those sequences i don't know how they made them i'm not sure how you do that but it was incredibly well done it's like the bit in Shaun of the Dead at the end when they're beating the pub owner mm, to death. Yeah, so don't stop yeah. me now. It's that, but for a whole film. And those mm-hmm. sequences are fantastic. The problem is, for me, and I think you, the characters are all sort of not likable on any level. Yeah. Like, Ansel <laughs> Elgort does a good job being charming, but that character is just written to be quite annoying. Mm. So I don't know how you really get over that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I Yeah, I, I'll have to agree with what you said in your direction that was a really bad way of saying it but i, I thought your review also made some very good points which is that we're all um, friends here we're, we're all friends stuff. yeah it's that's good, it. it's good but uh like that i have to say as much as i think i did get into the film at certain times i was spent a lot of the time being like "Ooh, this is technically very good mm. but i couldn't get into it, the emotion of what yeah. was going on things like the coffee scene at the beginning oh god i hate it just so like, much <laughs> you're just doing this to show us that you can do a continuous camera shot this is it's not but like little stuff like the way the, the <laughs> lyrics of the song i think it's like yeah yeah or something are on the trees oh, as okay. he's walking by them yeah, so like, this yeah. is just you're trying way too hard and it's it's not impressive it's just coming across as incredibly arrogant and yeah yeah uh but yeah, i think once you get past that copy bit and the dialogue stops happening so much it's mm-hmm. fine uh yeah. it's, 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 it is generally really it's, it's, we make it sound really bad it is very enjoyable mm. like i think it is some of the best action directing i've seen mm. uh, definitely all year it's just the problem it's nowhere near as cool as it thinks it is yeah, yeah. And kevin space is really good i think mm. jamie fox is actually quite genuinely menacing um john ham's always good fun but there's just nothing there it's just yeah. it's really empty and i hate the romance plot it's oh, crap yeah. it goes nowhere <laughs> I think yeah, it was you that was saying, wasn't it, that it's there's no reason to be invested. Like it's showing you these scenes and hanging out, but there's no reason for you to believe she'd fall in love with them. Yeah, yeah. And I fully agree with that. Like it, it is just the screenplay demanded this, mm. therefore you like him now because he found a song with your name in it or something. Yeah. Do the songs actually stick with you that um, much? And is that an unfair question to ask after you're seeing it just once? Well, the second I got out of it, I was like, I need to buy that soundtrack because okay. I thought it was a really good collection of songs. And mm. then I did, buy, I did buy the soundtrack last week and I just listened to it and I was like, yeah, these are there's a couple of good ones, all right? Mm. But like 30 songs on that track list and yet like five of them maybe are memorable. Yeah. No, just I'm thinking about it. I, I can only remember a handful and it was mm. songs that I knew from beforehand. Okay. Um, which just kind of to me feels like maybe it's not a great commentary on the film like I kind of felt coming out is like the thing that would be memorable was like oh you'll remember that music because it went so well with that movement but like not really remembering things that well maybe I just didn't pay enough attention well there was a couple songs and I heard them back like, oh that was a great song but then Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember what scene they were in okay so I think you're probably right because when I got out at first I was like that was like the better version of a James Gunn thing. Like that was mm. better Guardians in terms of it had a better, I thought a better soundtrack and a mm-hmm. better used soundtrack. But thinking about it, like the songs from the Guardians 2 soundtrack are way, way more stuck in my head than okay. this one is. So I think mm. you might be onto something. I haven't actually thought about that until now, but mm. I think you might be right about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, have you seen the, I wish I could remember the name of the, the music video that Edgar Wright No, the one with no directed. building in it. Yeah. I haven't seen it, no. Um, I don't clip it in the movie, but that's, that's Yeah, awesome. oh yeah, yeah. No, because I, I, yeah, I just went and saw it out, watched it afterwards, and it's like watching it in comparison, you can see obviously what um, Wright is going for with the mm. movie, but it's just, obviously the fact that it's three minute video means you can be a lot more concise. And, yes. But it's just like watching that, you're kind of like, ah, 
why the movie just isn't can't even try to be that you know like yeah you, you can't take something that's like nearly two hours and, and make it as finesse I suppose as... it's sort of like all those like fake trailers yeah so they're kind of funny i mean there are these like three minute long things skits yeah, almost but then we try to bring them a full that's... film out of them it just doesn't work yeah I, I guess there is a bit of that that he obviously had this idea in his head for a long time mm. i think maybe stretching it out didn't quite work but maybe I don't know. Yeah, I still think it deserves to make money. I hope it does well. Absolutely. Uh, no, it's on balance. I definitely enjoyed it a yeah, lot more same. than I didn't. And I think, yeah, it's it is it is just a bit of the fact that it sort of was getting, as you said, it's getting like universal praise. But there was already. Oh like, no, sorry. That... No, it was. You're right. But the problem was, it was, it was it, not a problem. But it was interesting that it almost immediately got this really heavy backlash. Like yeah, the day it came out, yeah, I remember seeing on Twitter true. people kind of going. I can't watch this now because everyone's just giving these hot takes about it, like how it's not as good as everyone's saying. I actually hadn't seen a single positive thing at that point. I just seen oh, negative. Okay. Wow. So apparently really the, the backlash was so immediate and yeah. so full force that I actually drowned out the positive reviews. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's weird because I guess the problem when we're talking about it and reviewing it is that on balance it is really good. Mm-hmm. But what's good about it is this one thing. Mm-hmm. And once you've said that one thing is, all you can focus yeah, is the negatives. Absolutely. And they're quite numerous and like finicky and detailed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. That actually... The positives are so obvious that it's not yeah. really necessary to, <laughs> to talk about them. Yeah, it's like, go see the movie, but also it has all these problems, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we're going to listen to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but don't let that deter you. It is good. Yeah. But no, it is Great. good. <laughs> so after on that muddled note, moving on. Mm. Um, Sarah, tell us about After the Storm. Mm. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank- yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> Describing it, it makes it sound so bleak and depressing yeah so it's it's about um it's um a japanese film called from hirakazu koreda i'm sure that's the right pronunciation <laughs> but um it's sort of looking at how the aging population in japan is changing family life it um and it's focused on um this guy uh ryota he like he's 40 year old compulsive gambler who like sort of had a lot of promise uh, as an author but it's you know like never sort of got any real success mm. and is now desperately trying to reconnect with his son while his ex-wife basically tells him you know you're behind on all your child payments so no you're, you're not going to see him uh, so it's basically about this guy who has like nothing going for him and it's should be like really bleak but it's actually it did sound quite bleak up until now yes <laughs> you no know, like that's the thing but it's actually very, it's it's weirdly, it's, you know, it's quite optimistic and it's quite, huh. um, <laughs> like, uh, uh, on balance, it's quite, quite quite positive. I guess it's about, like, weathering the storm. Uh-huh. Ah. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, I kind of feel like it's nearly like a Wes Anderson movie in some Jesus. ways. Jesus, okay. A Japanese Wes Anderson <laughs> movie. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Like, maybe without, without so much sort of quirkiness. But it is that sort of thing of, I don't know, makes... Actually, maybe that's not even fair because Wes Anderson normally makes things that are really sad seem <laughs> yeah, weird, like sort of just... Melancholic. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is actually just kind of like, yeah, things will probably turn out right. <laughs> and yeah, it, like in particular, it, it focuses on um, his relationship with his uh, mother who is just like the loveliest person. And I guess that is what makes the movie very, very nice. She's um, just very, very kind, nice person. And it gives the film just a lot of warmth yeah really carries it it's also really um the camera work is also just great 
a lot of it is focused on her apartment and a lot of the, the scenes are like very tight just to showing you how like small the place is but it just also gives it a lot of sort of sense of like familiarity and mm. so yeah it's it is very strange like it should be really depressing but you kind of come out of it thinking like oh that's that's pretty nice i'm glad i saw that a nice film yeah i know where's the where's the the reflection of the modern dark world we live yeah. in where's the existential dread a nice film i'm sorry <laughs> it's not your cup of tea no I, I think I'm, I'm i'm old enough now. as said, i'm retiring <laughs> after this one so yeah, that's in it. my old age i'm coming to like nice things <laughs> uh, okay so from that uh I, are you done yes think so okay, yeah good. so we'll on the whole it. good yeah is it in cinemas or is it probably gone? definitely okay. not <laughs> but ah, if it is it's one of those foreign films that'll be out in like a month probably exactly. on dvd <laughs> if not already that's what i love about non-big release movies if they get no release in cinemas they're out for like a week in the cinema and they're at dvd next month it's yeah. great it's really handy yeah because <laughs> i miss prevenge i think it's out now oh, already. Yes. Well, yeah. did we, you see we, it actually no we no. should we should oh, i was gonna say we should see it and review it i don't know if we, we could should, I mean, we could. it's our podcast we i mean back in the day three three regenerations ago to use doctor who language when it was me dunica and rory doing this we used to do a thing every at the end of our episode we just talk about other films we watched oh, so okay. we could easily do that cool. we could reinstate that system Anyway, so uh, quickly-ish, because it's definitely going on cinemas now, uh, Miss Sloan, which is the Jessica Chastain vehicle, where she plays... Now, it's been a little while since I've seen this, so the, the plot is maybe hazy in my mind. She was a lawyer, I think? No, she's a lobbyist, <laughs> a lobbyist for, for the Americans. Uh, starts off where she's called in. She's known as this kind of ice queen, very cold-hearted person who will do anything, and she can get any person's... Um, she can win for whatever lobby she's lobbying for. She'll just win because she's that kind of person. She gets that job done. She doesn't have any moral qualms. And then immediately she gets called in because the gun lobby wants to appeal to women more often. Or more to women because women apparently don't like gun violence, which mm. is shocking. And they're like, just, you know, make make guns seem cool to ladies, Jessica Chastain. <laughs> uh, it's a great opening scene because she literally laughs them out of the room and refuses to work for them. And that's the first time I was like, but you don't have morals. What's wrong with you, you up till now cold hard woman? And from there, it's her fighting the gun lobby. And mm. you can kind of see just going, Ooh. like, it, it's a bit. It, with a big heightened. gun fight at the end, I assume. <laughs> I hope. Yes. <laughs> the, it was a full 90s throwback to the Matrix wire work. The works. <laughs> um, so it, it has that setup whereby it's the, the underdog fighting the gun mm. lobby. So, like, this is basically a PSA and it has to end a certain way <laughs> and it's not going to be very realistic, is it? Mm. And it's not. And it does do all the things you think it's going to do. But I have to say, it's incredibly well executed. It. The cinematography is gorgeous. Her costumes are all really cool. Mm. Like they're not things human beings ever wear, but she looks okay. amazing. <laughs> and Chastain, I really like Chastain, and I think this is the kind of role she's really good at because she is a very good actress. But she's mm. also she can't help being kind of cold. I think, and mm. she has a certain demeanor that's sort of prickly, and Even I her like name that about her. is kind Jessica of Chast- yeah, it's yeah. very kind of spiky or kind of it's <laughs> it like really glass, is. yeah. Oh, this is a cool car. Yes, yes, Jessica Chastain. <laughs> I think actually they're showing Salome on, or Salome, I can't remember that one, on Ortiz soon, the one that she did with uh, Al Pacino. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, it's amazing. Ooh, that okay. was her first big thing, but Al Pacino yeah. was just dreadful in it. Oh, right. It's the best. Anyway, sorry. Me and Johnny something joke about that movie, so that's kind of a <laughs> I should of it. watch it. You should, because it's Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yes. uh, but also Al Pacino is kind of going, Salome, for an awful lot of it, and it's wonderful. Good lord. Anyway. <laughs> Al Pacino's great, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good, but he's great. So, Jesse Chastain. Um, so, I think there's a few issues with the movie. One is that 
I didn't actually check who wrote it, but I'm going to assume men were involved in the writing. Because it has that problem that it was in Batman v Superman as well, where Lois Lane's in the bathroom and then the general comes in and is like, oh... With with balls like that, you should be in the other bathroom. Oh, and it's like all these like weird, like vaguely transphobic oh, kind of. Wow. You're 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 you know you're you're more a man than a woman, aren't you? Because you're so strong. Like, I hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And there's a bit of that in this. Okay. <laughs> and this is like weird. This kind of sexist plot points that wouldn't be brought against her if she was a male character. Mm. Like it's a whole bit near the end to do with the fact that she had a male prostitute because she's lonely. And I think if that was a male character, that would it would have been brought up, but not to the same extent, yeah, or it yeah, wouldn't yeah. been demonized the same way. You know female sexuality tends to be uh so stuff like that is quite irritating but i do think on the whole given that it is just people doing a lot of legal work in legal rooms mm. it's very exciting like it's very well edited and snappy and the pacing really good and everyone in it's very good and it's all fast style it's like watching sherlock but not terrible okay ooh. and doesn't go over the top <laughs> yeah uh yeah, imagine like Jessica Chastain playing Sherlock, but without the really stupid plot twist. And it's okay. all those people in rooms talking and smarting each other. So it, it is, I would say, give it a look, but just go in knowing that it's like the second start, you're like, well, given that it's a movie, she has to beat the gun lobby, doesn't she? But if mm. she beats the gun lobby, she's beaten the gun lobby. Like, that doesn't <laughs> happen in the real world. Yeah. And this is going to be really stupid. And I mean, spoiler, she does kind of win at the end, but the way she wins actually is kind of Sherlockian it's very contrived and it's sort of ah but I planted this seed months ago and I now like call this trump card now and the dominoes will fall and it's, it's all the kind of stuff okay. I enjoy the kind of stuff and again seeing a female lead do it opposed to the generic male lead quite a mm. bit different it's interesting and it's fun but yeah it's got a lot of problems again the weird transphobia weird sexism inherently just broken narrative because <laughs> she she can't beat the gun lobby <laughs> But it's good. So I'd recommend it. But also, if you don't ever see it, it's no great loss. Mm-hmm. If it's on TV sometime, you're like, all yeah. oh, right, I'll leave this on. Do. You won't be disappointed. Maybe, mm-hmm. hopefully. So, so from Miss Sloan. to another movie about a yes. female. Oh. <laughs> what a, that's, that was a good one. I actually had the wrong one on my list, so you were right. That oh. was a good segue. You, you of Thank course, goodness. corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So as previously alluded to, Wonder Woman came mm. out and... I think actually when I was talking to you on Saturday, I said, oh, not Saturday, this one last week. Oh, yeah. Is that the Dream Gun thing? Yeah. I, I was yeah, saying to you, oh, Gun. did you like it? Dream yeah. Gun are good. Look, look at Dream Gun, guys. Um, <laughs> shout out to Dream Gun. <laughs> People who are about. Uh, I was like, oh, did you like it? And you misheard me and thought I meant alien. And you're yeah. like, oh, no, I hated it. But spoilers <laughs> for later. I was like, oh, you hated Wonder Woman? That doesn't surprise me. Sarah hates everything that people like. Um, but you didn't. You liked it. No, I did. You, we yeah, all liked Wonder great. Woman. Yeah, it was, it was good. We're far too conciliatory today. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'll, yeah, it'll end later, don't worry. I think Baby Driver was gave a good kicking. I think, I think it's yeah. all right. Balanced enough. Yeah. But yes, Wonder Woman. Uh, statistically if you're listening you've already mm. seen it by now because it made mm. a lot of money which is good but i suppose nominally it is the story of a wondrous woman who lives on a magical island full of ladies and then chris pine falls into it and then world war one happens at the island and then she goes off to kill world war one <laughs> and saves the day in secret that is roughly the plot Batman is mentioned mm. sort of obliquely in the opening and closing bits but thankfully isn't there even though i thought for a split second he was going to show up you know, the bit at the end, she walks on the rooftop. Mm, and I was like, no, uh, right, where's yeah. Ben Affleck? He's going to be right there, isn't he? In a big stupid <laughs> suit, smiling at her. But no, he wasn't there. They, they yeah. didn't put Batman in a movie. I'm very impressed with them. Uh, yes, I thought it was great. The first time I saw it, I've seen it three times now. The first time I saw it, I thought it was a really solid movie. But it was elevated by the fact that it just was, you know, a female director, mm-hmm. a female lead. And this kind of film you don't see very often. 
and that just made it feel more novel. And again, the fact that they made a Wonder Woman film that wasn't terrible is nothing short of a miracle after mm. years of production hell and the Joss Whedon script, as you we were saying. And even the fact that the last Wonder Woman thing people know about is the Linda Carter thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a leap in terms of tone and quality. Uh, but yeah, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, no, it's actually, it's very good. Like, if you were to compare it to the Marvel movies, it's probably in the, above the middle, anyway. Mm. It's upper near the, the good end rather than the bad end. Uh, I think it's better paced than people are giving credit for. Because I know there was this whole idea of, oh, there's no deleted scenes in this one, guys. So they clearly just left everything in. And the first time I saw mm. it, I, was a bit, I did think there were scenes that went on a bit long, could have been trimmed. Because it's close to two and a half hours, I think, mm, isn't it? it? Which is, is long, totally yeah, unnecessary. Yeah. But again, on subsequent rewatches, it didn't feel its length mm. a whole lot, which I thought was surprising in a good way. Uh, yeah, Gal Gadot, 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 I think is the way is it? I th- I've heard Gadot, apparently. Okay, wow. Which ruins that really good waiting for Gadot joke. Yeah, I, will, I just assumed it was Gadot without any, yeah, like, just being a... I've been told Gadot, so well, I'm going to okay. say Gadot, I guess. Because uh, people weren't wholly convinced of her in Batman Superman. Did you see Batman Superman? No. No, you didn't. Um, yeah. She isn't much, <laughs> and she is, she's all right. I think she's the best thing in it, but mm. she wasn't great. But it is reassuring. She can hold the film to herself. Yeah, yeah. She's quite a compelling on-screen presence. I think she does the whole, I could murder everybody, but I'm also a caring, feeling individual mm-hmm. quite well. Mm. Like She brings across that warmth and compassion with an ease I wasn't expecting given it's a DC movie I thought it would be all like oh the burden of my heroism is too much mm. I must now kill these innocent people uh, my favourite character was probably Robin Wright though because I love Robin Wright she was Ant- Antipi mm. Ant- Antipi I cannot pronounce that name no I'm not going to try either <laughs> but yeah she's great uh, Sarah I've yeah. been talking too long you say, you say things yeah actually well now that you say that you've seen it three times, I feel like a failure for having seen it once. Don't. Like a, like a rube. Um, I'm just a sad nerd. <laughs> I would be interested to see what how my opinion changes of it if I saw it again. Yeah, I guess I would be slightly more inside of, I thought it was a decent film rather than, you know, I don't know that mm. I kind of saw it elevated well, that's fine. in many ways. <laughs> but like, I'm also happy to be wrong because I really, like, I mean, I, I did, I was very happy that it, was as good a movie as it was and that it, it that it, the fact that it's doing so well is pretty great well even it being decent is in yeah, itself an achievement absolutely. given that the last three films this this studio and universe have all been like what's the average rotten tomatoes probably 20 percent, and this is in the late 80s so yeah. i think even just being decent was in itself a victory absolutely and i mean and the other thing is as well like that in a, in a sense i don't <laughs> i know this is it's all getting into the whole like, politics of it, which <laughs> is just annoying but it kind of has to be done yeah. as well which is that in a way i it's maybe not necessary to have like an oscar winning winning although not to, not to say that it won't but just basically that i don't think we need an incredibly amazing female led movie to come and save the day i think we maybe yeah. need like a decent one to show like look women don't actually have to make the best of the best movies to be interesting yeah. and, you know, worthwhile. We can make a nice movie and that's good enough. <laughs> Which this is, yeah. yeah. So the fact that it is doing so well is... I Actually, that's a really good point. I fully agree with that. That, yeah, it didn't need to be the best film ever. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so... It's yeah, better yeah, that maybe. it wasn't good. You're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. It's a good thing it slightly failed. Uh, yeah, that's it. No, I'm just <laughs> thinking this. Um, yeah, that's a fair point. And I, I do hope... Well, it seems like... 
studios are strange. Whenever something does well, they always grasp onto the wrong fact. So the fact yeah. that, you know, Avengers made yeah. money, everyone's like, oh, people want shared universes. Now we're stuck with the fucking <laughs> Universal Monsters mummy yeah. bullshit, oh, which yeah. no one wants. <laughs> so if the takeaway from this is not that they had like a decent script and they cast it well and it was mm. just well made. If the takeaway is people want women in movies, mm. yeah. I'm okay oh, with that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> As an accidental yeah. takeaway, that's fine. Because yeah. it seems like that is the direction they're going. They've got Whedon doing Batgirl. Um, there's, there's always talk of some kind of Black Widow movie happening. Mm. I know Sonya doing that Black Cat Silver Silver Sable Spider-Man spin-off movie. So that's two female women. Mm-hmm. That has to make a billion dollars, surely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it might have a positive effect in that way and that'd be nice if it did uh, yeah. but yeah more movies like that or even like Miss Sloan I'd be pretty happy about mm. it although if it's Miss Sloan get some non-men to write it <laughs> yes um, which I guess also slightly takes me to the like the more mm-hmm. my more critical side I want to hear the criticism of it so yes please go um, I have nothing but good things to say so just go at cool. it um, yeah so I guess the, the sort of the I'm going to say the charge which is not the correct word that it's a like a female driven movie i think is only partly true mm. because i mean the the opening sequence which i think are opening quarter of the movie i think which obviously yeah is great and i think everyone rightly loves it's kind of just like thing that's cloaking the fact that most of the movie is still about men <laughs> yes it is i mean there's no way around it it is still a pretty typical superhero movie mm. i do think the thing i was worried about watching it going in from the trailers was that uh dr poison i figured would mm. be a one scene throwaway villain uh-huh. and i was glad that not only was she in it a decent bit and sort of pivotal to a moment near the end but they actually characterized it quite well and the actors mm. played it quite well it actually yeah, yeah, it felt absolutely. like more than a one-dimensional villain whereas mm. the male the main male villain didn't yeah, and I'm fine with that. But I, I was impressed that they, even with that one fairly small character, they actually did a decent job with her. But yes, you're right. Like it is still as much Chris Pine's movie as her movie. Mm, yeah, I think she probably gets more screen time, and it, it is her arc because he just gets blown up. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knew he'd die. Come on. Also, you don't see him die, which I think is really yeah. suspicious. It's like oh, he's gonna point. get plucked out yeah. of the time stream by the Flash or some shit. Actually, yeah. Since we did did, did since I did say I'd come back to it um, mm. later. Also, the fact that Joss Whedon's movie was supposed or script was supposedly very much a, a Steve movie. Steve, what's his name? Trevor. Steve Trevor. I was going to call him Steve Rogers, which is just not surprising <laughs> at all. It's not that far. <laughs> you made that joke that if you're in a movie and you're called Steve, you're going to die in a plane crash. So, yeah, true. There you go. In a world war. Yeah. I kind of feel like it still is more Steve Trevor's movie than it should have been. Thinking about it, Jane or Pepper Potts, mm. they never just get a whole big storyline to themselves they don't and we never see things from their point of view whereas i think a lot of the time um wonder woman diana i guess yeah. that's her name um she like we're still we're watching her from the outside like she's kind of the oddity yes. we're supposed like we understand where steve is coming from and we're kind of made to buddy up with him mm. our crutch is still the white male lead <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i can't fault that assessment uh yeah i think you're right and i don't want to give them benefit of doubt in this one because they, they don't deserve it. they never deserve mm. it but i feel like the, the logic there is probably well she's believed she's made of clay and it's a demigod mm. so we should make the male white man the audience mm. surrogate then he can just watch her i suppose that's why the opening half an hour is mm. surprisingly ballsy yeah sorry absolutely. That was I, I didn't even think of that before i said it oh sorry it was surprisingly brave in that they just throw you on Timascara 
and mm. just it's full of gobbledygook yeah. it's full of talking about ancient greek gods and stuff and it's great i love that whole bit it's great mm. but they do go for a solid half an hour before you actually meet a non thermos i guess you'd say mm. like a regular human being so the, the lack of an audience pov for that long is almost impressive mm. and i think the proof is there that you didn't need one really yeah yeah uh but yeah no you're yeah it's, it's a fair point but at least everyone else that isn't him isn't a straight white or I mean, straight, but isn't a white male. Like his his little howling commandos rip offs. Like mm. there's a Native American guy, there's a was he Moroccan and there's a Scottish yeah, guy, and yeah. like none of them feel like stereotypes, which is well by and large, mm. ish. Yeah, I mean, relatively, <laughs> relatively, relatively, relatively. Yes, um, they still found smoke signals a way to get them into the narrative yeah, for the Native American guy. But whatever, that's fine. It. Not too bad a stereotype. So yes, I think your criticism is entirely valid, but I can also see that they, they did try a little bit, mm. baby steps towards no, not doing it. Exactly what I was going to say. Ba- like ba- It mm. is baby steps and, um, I, well, I guess, <laughs> I don't know if you want to draw too many parallels with like, <laughs> say, Ghostbusters from right oh, this time no. last year. Don't mention the G word. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I've opened the box. <laughs> you know, I think the fact that someone might be saying like, oh, that, that movie, why didn't it have more Asian people? Why will, it's like, you can't expect one film to solve all of the yeah. West's problems. <laughs> so honestly, sit, sit Can that back. be on the it's poster okay. for Wonder Woman? I'd love that quote just on the poster for every movie, actually, but especially Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great. Thank you, world. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I fully agree. Whenever I hear that stuff, I'm like, just one problem at a time, guys. Yeah, so we'll make all those movies, hopefully, at some point. Exactly. That Yeah, that's the thing. Sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, if we say that this year... <sighs> women had one movie that was sort of theirs that they mm-hmm. had like all their hopes were riding on if it's wonder woman yeah i'm pretty happy <laughs> with that you know the end okay of the day. <laughs> that, that's a good positive note uh with all the serious eggshell walking mm. political stuff aside let's nitpick so yes <laughs> i think david Thewlis was a weird choice he's great as the the fake out when you don't mm. know that he's secretly Ares, that's fine. But when he becomes Ares, he shouldn't still be David Tulis. <laughs> or at the very least, he shouldn't have the stupid moustache. And I yeah. love that when you see the flashback to the Greek gods falling, he still has the big stupid moustache. And he's just this little... It's <laughs> oh, just David so Tulis. Yeah. It's just a British crusty old man <laughs> who's meant to be the Greek god of war. Like, no, I can't. Mm. No, this is stupid. Yeah. And also, once you know that um, guy that isn't Ray Wise, what was the German actor not even he's an american actor the german commander guy that oh. was she killed whatever oh, his name okay. was ludendorff uh once you know that he isn't actually aries her yeah. killing of him is incredibly brutal <laughs> i still think it's a great scene i love her little speech first she stabs him but That's it's a just, really good point <laughs> like wow she just like totally fucked that human being up real bad <laughs> yeah oh that's really bad <laughs> And also, I love that. She's like, no, no, I will beat you with the power of love, but love is conveniently murder lightning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, oh I appreciate God. that they tried. They tried to do a not Batman Superman when she tried mm. to win with love, but love still had to be a giant, yeah. violent, like, CGI shit show. Oh, which, by the way, I really, really, really want someone to play, like, love is a battlefield over <laughs> that. I think that would be just, like, the perfect montage. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that'd be great. Because the score wasn't great that bit. No, and oh. it was just her. Just everything is so eighties. It's just it's perfect. Yeah, there was some reviews <laughs> of the Guardian that was like Gatorade negative review. It was the first properly oh, negative event. Okay. He was like, oh, everything is cringy. It's a camp classic in the waiting. Like, it's not. Mm. No, there's bits. Like I remember. Yeah, no, like it's fun. Also. It is fun. It's it is not... fun. <laughs> but it does try and take itself seriously in bits where I think it shouldn't have. Like the one mm. bit that I always find that just about 
now it's skirts there again. It's just all these gendered puns. Yeah. I'm not intending. I'm just using my <laughs> language is sexist, you guys. Yeah. The patriarchy's winning. Anyway, <laughs> but it, that's not even a joke. It is winning. But mm. Yeah, the bit when she first emerged into No Man's Land and mm-hmm. the music swells and yes. it's this big moment. And then she's wearing that costume. And I love that costume. I think it's actually the design for it, for these movies is really good. It looks very realistic. But against like the grey of a real known yeah. war where so many people yeah. died, just her dress like that just looks so weird. Yeah, and it almost doesn't work, but it just like, gets by with it. Yeah. I, actually, like one of the things I kind of feel about the movie is I lo- I really appreciated a lot of the symbolism. And it's sort mm. of how they got there was just so silly that whole thing no no man can can like but can win in no man's land line. they didn't say the line they didn't say the line i'm glad they didn't but like i did appreciate that whole idea of maybe you need a woman to solve the problem here the opening fight scene which is essentially proto-feminists fighting proto-nazis mm. was yeah that was great that was great what what really annoyed me is that they that they're supposed to be amazing wire women and instead of taking a few minutes to be like, okay, what's our strategy here? They're like, yeah, let's just fuck everything we have <laughs> at them. Let's not care what kind of weapons they might have or whether this will spell perf- certain death for us all. So I'm just kind of like, if they are really supposed to be strong, intelligent women, maybe we can mm. see a bit of that follow through. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say, benefit of doubt, they didn't know if guns existed and they figured yeah. we can take on, look at these little skinny men, they're boats. <laughs> we can take this shit and then oh they have like magic fire sticks that we can't beat okay but i mean still they had fairly low casualties compared to what the 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 non-nazis lost agreed no they did pretty Uh, well um i just but now you say i would like more scenes of them just being smart yeah because there's that great bit at the start when little baby dad's running around and it cuts to Robin Wright and she's giving like clearly they went okay we have no dialogue for you Robin <laughs> just say whatever and like the musical drown out's fine but you can still hear the dialogue and it's just her giving directions like some work on yes what about this one yes also good do more of that <laughs> and it's, it's really terrible wow like her first line I, I, I laugh every time I see it it's really funny but <laughs> yes more scenes of just them talking would be yeah, good um, yeah there's a little bit of that one see Trevor gets there <laughs> uh, mm. and then like talking about this <laughs> having like the senate meeting and stuff it's fine but yes a bit more uh smarts would have been mm. okay to see and also we can't go back there again because she's been banished for life so yeah. <laughs> goodbye to all those characters but, i mean i suppose on balance steve trevor is obviously also a complete moron yes <laughs> so you know i mean there's you know everyone a surprisingly likable one though i have to say oh, i thought um, i'd hate him absolutely incredibly likable yeah as much as i sort of wished maybe he wasn't our you know eyes and ears mm-hmm. for the movie I was like, yeah, no, very, very, I, I, you know, wish he hadn't had to sacrifice himself. Or did he? Probably you know, all not. these questions we have. Or the, the comics thing of having his, his grandson show up in oh. the present day looking exactly the same. <laughs> Which would be weird Excellent. if she has sex with him again. Yeah. But whatever, she's immortal, so I guess it doesn't make a difference yeah, to her. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something there. I think it's gone now. Oh, yes, Etta Candy. Going with the trailer, I hated her. And the movie, loved her. The the one from The Office. I forget oh, the actor's name. Um, yes, Lucy... Davis? Davis. Yes. She was great. Yes. I thought I'd hate her so much. <laughs> and she was really funny. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that was kind of a bit where they could have done a lot more with her. Mm, um, definitely. All the people back in The Office, hey, they're helping to save the war too. And it's like, yes, and you... You can, I don't know, do some typing in the corner. And it's just like, no, yeah. give her something to do. You can ask the phone, but in my office. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what an upgrade. Yeah. So I don't know, little things like that. They could have yeah. like tweaked the feminism up a little bit. Mm. 
Next but time. as all the people on the comments think, it's not, stop showing your feminist everything, guys. It's just Wonder Woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, are you serious? Do <laughs> you know anything about this character? Yeah. But yeah, so on the whole, very good, very enjoyable. Mm. Uh, fuck the patriarchy, whatever, right. <laughs> um, tell us about It Comes at Night. Oh, yeah. We were saying about this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, I think I agree. It is one of these movies that's probably been billed as this will frighten the pants off you when it's like it will disturb you. Yeah, Yeah. and then the next day you will like wonder why you feel sad. (laughs) But, you know, it does have, you know, it has scary moments. Mm. It has some pretty effective jump scares actually. But yeah, it's probably not going to appeal to the audience who just wants to be scared all over and over and over again. But it is very, very, very good. Yeah, I kind of call, I would put it in what I consider to be I don't know, is it an emerging genre, but sort of like the thinking man's apocalypse? <laughs> I don't know if it is, but I love that term. Okay. You're an academia now. You're, you're ground zero. Claim it and coin Excellent. it. Excellent. Sweet. Yeah, so well, basically I'm thinking of movies like Z for Zachariah, Maggie. Oh, I heard of Maggie. I thought um, that was terrible. That's the, well, the well, Schwarzenegger one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it probably is, but it's oh, just oh, like... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just supposed to be like, like, when I say thinking man's, I mean like, it's supposed to like look really philosophical and like... Oh, we're not here for the blood and gore. We're here for the profound thoughts behind them. I thought exactly you meant like the purge, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, but well, Maggie, then I get you mean that, yeah. So, <laughs> girl, all the gifts and yeah, yeah. I, I, you see, that's the thing. <laughs> Non-committal, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I don't even know because you know, then you could be that argument like, but all you know, zombie narratives are actually about the human condition. So mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I've I've coined the term. It's a thing. You know, let's deal with it. As alluded to in the title, uh, something comes at night and it's really oh. spooky. There's been some sort of like bubonic plague type thing which has decimated the cities. So anyone who's left his has just hiding in backwoods parts of America. The cast is pretty good. Is it Joel Edgerton? Is Edgerton or Edgerton? I think it's Edgerton, but Edgerton, Edgerton sounds more natural. Okay, yes. Well, anyway, Him. he is there. Yeah, and then lots of names that I'm not very good at pronouncing. You're very good, yes. Uh, <laughs> Carmen Ijogo? Ijogo? Maybe. Okay. Uh, you don't have to try. You're allowed. Just move on. Fair enough. And, and others, they're already good. Um, this family, uh, actually, no, I was going to say they're they're kind of getting along grand. They're actually not. Because the, opening, <laughs> the opening scene is them having to shoot and bury their grandfather. Jesus. Who has, right. <laughs> who has contracted this plague. Um, After the storm, this is not. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Because they also have to, in kind of traditional fashion, I guess, burn the bodies. Seems a pretty typical trope. Oh, those yeah, because of the plague. Yeah. Exactly. This other guy turns up and they're basically like, what do we do with him? He could be infected. But decide after after tying him up and leaving him out for a night to check what happens. Um, and yeah. they decide to like help him and let his family come and stay with them. So then it's all about like, will they get on? What will What will be the thing that ruins everything what will come at night yes exactly what will come at night i think actually one of the reasons that this that I, I can say that this movie is very effective is because it does have the thing of when things are going well when everyone's you know working together and just finally some sort of microcosm of normality mm. again i was just like can the movie just keep doing this <laughs> I, i'm really happy for everyone now but that's not how movies work so bad things started to happen again but anyway i won't tell you what they are 
kind of feel like you might enjoy this because it had a very much uh to me anyway like a lost highway kind of feel oh cool okay there was a lot of unsurprisingly like darkness mm -hmm. but like dark corridors and just like the camera going along them and you really not knowing what's and, yeah, yeah what's going to be at the end of it and yeah, um nice, nice. yeah actually uh, just in general I, I know this is maybe a weird comparison to make but i was thinking about how how often you got films now that are like really it's really hard to see anything because they're trying to either like use 3d and it just doesn't work mm. or it's sort of like yeah dark it's <laughs> things are more profound in the dark whereas this film <laughs> it's using the dark because like it's basically using the darkness to show you how hard it is to see things rather than yes. just say like no oh there might be something behind you it's like this darkness like makes me confused it makes me scared I didn't explain that well, but anyway. Really <laughs> no, good. I got you, man. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I think. I guess the one kind of slight failing I would feel is um, that it kind of, not necessarily a bad thing in and of itself, but it kind of, the point of view character changes a bit in ways that, to me, there wasn't any real reason for it other than they're, eh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go to this character now. It's, it's basically, it's mainly father and son, mm. but it never gives the mother point of view. It actually, because of that, there's occasions when she f sort of feels like she's less autonomous. Right. <laughs> like, basically, things are, like, the way the plot is contrived, she kind of has to be, like, not doing things for a while when she would be. So, I don't know. I just, I thought that, especially on a, our podcast is all about female empowerment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess that would be my one, maybe, a nitpick. But, it, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, actually, I didn't say put the witch in there. The witch would definitely be in there with the thinking Green man's... Apocalypse, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, not thinking man's apocalypse, I guess, but thinking no, man's scary kind of scary like an apocalypse. Okay. Thinking man's scary... Yeah. No. <laughs> not the same ring to it. Don't go with that. Fair no, enough. No, no. <laughs> and thinking man's horror is too raw. Thinking man's apocalypse is a good ring to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> go with that. Good. Well, the witch had a very sort of this is the end of days yeah, that's thing point. going on. And yeah, yeah. The fact that we sort of know that it didn't doesn't mean... Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, so from that to I will quickly talk about My Cousin Rachel, which is the new Rachel Vice movie, mm. uh, also starring Sam, I can never pronounce his surname, is it Clapkin or Claflin or Clapin? Oh, okay, guy from Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yes, him. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Now, Sarah, you you studied the the Victorian literature, not Victorian, sort of. it's the, the the literature of the the eras gone by. Yeah, oh yeah, them. <laughs> was was cousins marrying each other like totally a fine thing? Yeah, I think okay, so. right. The, the movie doesn't really address it; it kind of uh, mentions okay. it, and I was like, was this a thing they just did? I guess it was. Because mm. there's no bones in mean, the fact that oh, your cousin's coming. Oh, I hate my cousin. But she's really pretty. Oh, maybe I should marry her. Like, uh, <laughs> what? Right. Anyway, so Sam, Sam, mm -hmm. <laughs> Sam C is a weird little orphan child who lives with his cousin not the no not the <laughs> <only Harris. laughs> uh, it's like his godfather or something also played by sam clacken uh mm. like it's only like him it's him playing like the older version of that character okay, and then, him, like then, the... then like it's a child playing sam oh, okay. yeah it's not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not some kind of alien david and wall situation we'll get to that oh excellent <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> you know what I mean by that. Um, right. So he goes off and he marries the cousin Rachel. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Sam, Sam one, main Sam, is left in the, the, the stately manor to live in, in the England while he goes off to Florence, I think, and marries Rachel Weiss. Uh, he dies. 
this one note comes back where it's all like she's trying to kill me she's poisoning me blah 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 uh, he was also known to have a brain tumor at that point Ooh. so I think you can see what's going it could all be an elaborate double bluff who knows anyway so he goes off finds the place abandoned comes back is told his cousin Rachel is coming he's like oh this bitch don't like her already I hate her so much and then she comes and Rachel Vice and she's charming and lovely and he's like oh we'll marry her and uh, then he starts getting sick and it's all that kind of thing of, oh, is she just some weird succubus woman or is it all those weird coincidences? Is it all in his head? I sold that incredibly badly. I mean, it sounded like the worst <laughs> film of the year. It's actually quite enjoyable. I don't think it's amazing. Um, I, I don't have an issue with this kind of movie. These very slow mm. parlor pieces, whatever that, that term was, the term for it? parlor something narrative. I can't recall. Um, there's definitely is it like a parlor room drama? There's definitely a term for it that like play. I think sure, so. there is. There's a genre I've heard of the word parlor in there somewhere. So it's okay. one of those. Okay. Uh, Rachel Weisz is great though. She's always great. Uh, but she, I think she plays ambiguous incredibly well because mm. just in the same way, Chastain is always kind of cold or sort of intelligent behind the eyes, or sort of calculating. I think Rachel Weisz is always very, very affable and charming. But she always looks like she has an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Even just in interviews. I think it's great. She's lovely um, in that way. But it works here very well, as does the way they kind of costume her and the way they shoot her. Because a lot of... She's often obscured in the screen. Or like she's wearing okay. a veil. Or she's hidden behind like a frame. Or a bit of her is like behind oh. a fireplace. She's always obscured in the frame somewhere. And I kind of like that. That it keeps a mysterious angle in cinematography. Mm. It's clever. Really good score. Ian Glenn's in it. I love Ian Glenn. Mm. Uh, he's delightful as ever. I do think... The fact that it sets up so early on, the fact that she has to be the bad guy, you're like, well, the twist can't then be that she's the bad guy, mm. can it? So you kind of work backwards and then go, mm. which isn't a huge problem. I think the bigger issue is just that he's so unlikable as a main character and okay. I immediately don't feel sorry for him as all the bad things happen to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get to the end and I guess, yeah, spoilers, I suppose. Do you mind if I spoil this? Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I think. <laughs> well, there's a bit so halfway through where he's horse running along a cliff, and then uh. the other cliff kind of collapses. He's like, "Whoa, better mind that big gap in the cliff there," <laughs> and goes off. And then after she's been poisoning him, but she hasn't really, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna gonna kill her so good that she's not alive anymore, but not myself." So he's like, "Oh, go for a nice horse ride along the cliff." <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's when they find out that she wasn't actually the bad guy, and he's like, "Oh no, uh. the cliff!" And then uh-huh. they ride off, and then she's dead. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. she'd, I think it's bizarre that like she'd go to the exact part of the cliff that was a bit rocky and then yeah. fell apart. Yeah. Like surely there was there was cows near that cliff. Surely mm. anyone could have fallen off at any point. Why would she at that one moment fall off yeah. and die? And it was very <laughs> that kind of era yeah. of literature. Yeah. It's that sort of uh, it's not quite pathetic fallacy, but it's near enough that mm. uh, fine. I know that's how these things work. It's a bit silly, but yes, he's just thoroughly unlikable. He's this horrible insular misogynist and I just immediately wanted him dead so when he started getting poisoned I'm kind of happy which defeats the purpose of yeah. I think, a protagonist in these okay. kind of movies but yeah production value wise looks great great score nice slightly creepy but not really creepy atmosphere uh, once he becomes an actual decent-ish guy and is kind of just trying to charm her it's quite enjoyable and nice till he gets mm. a bit overly fond of sex and she doesn't seem that into it no actual sexual assault scenes but there's definitely a scene of her, her kind of going fine and okay. it's kind of, it just focuses on her face while he just oh. has extra and this is her not moving and like her eyes mm. not moving kind of looking really bored which is bleak mm. but yeah it's a, it's a nice fun it's no love and friendship 
but few things are okay because uh, it wasn't as funny as that but it wasn't meant to be there was one brilliant turn of phrase in the movie where i think it's holiday granger is talking to sam i'm sure he had a name i have no idea what it was <laughs> and they're talking with some other third party who he suspects is her lover uh rachel's lover and she's like, in, in matters of the heart, I think he's more Greek than Italian, which I thought was the funniest way of saying he's gay. But then they ruin it by saying oh, no. he prefers boys. Like, no, uh. no, that was a really funny, clever way of saying that. Yeah. And you ruined it by explaining it for the masses. Oh. I like a good classical literature pun, so do I. So I do even. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's pretty solid. I'd recommend it. If you, in, if you like that kind of movie, mm. you'll like it. If you don't, it won't sell you on the genre. It's just a bit silly and contrived in places and I do think the double bluff doesn't work because it's too telegraphed too early. Mm-hmm. I think you immediately know that but she just you just know she can't be the bad guy. It's going to be a twist. Yeah. In it. And as one of those openings where there's an ambiguous shot of something that makes no sense until the end. It's actually, it's off the cliff side uh, <laughs> where she, you know, mysteriously fell off. Mm. So it's a shot of cliffs kind of going, oh, Rachel, Rachel, blah, 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 my whatever, my torment, whatever the trailer said. And you're like, well, so there's a twist coming. And then she's the bad guy, but she can't be. So mm. that could be me being too screen writery in my mindset sometimes. But who knows? In any case, pretty solid stuff. Mm. Cool. So from one pretty solid movie to one that I thoroughly enjoyed, but not for good reasons. <laughs> and one that I think you really hated. Uh, uh, Ridley Scott's return to the Alien franchise, Alien Covenant. The first of two, three more sequels Ooh, in this prequel genre. <laughs> well, going with the box office, maybe not. <laughs> so, the story this time is the good colony ship Covenant <laughs> is on its way to a planet until they hit a mysterious error in space and then pick up a broadcast of Numi Rapace humming country roads mm. and go, this seems weird. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> and then an alien movie happens around them, yeah. essentially, with a bit of a Prometheus sequel in there, too. And Michael Fassbender kisses Michael Fassbender. <laughs> That's oh about all gosh. the plot you need. Oh. I think if none of those elements sold you on it, there's not much here for you. Yeah. Uh, right. Get get your legitimate concerns out of the way first, and then I'll explain why the bad things that I like, <laughs> I like. Oh, fair enough. When Billy Crullip's car, um, he was now promoted to captain mm-hmm. after actually to be fair james franco got oh let's talk about this yes by fire i love it was that because i was like oh james franco's in this i don't like james franco that much he's fine but not in a serious role oh, i'll have to deal with him for the movie and yeah. you didn't see his face yeah. he's just immediately on fire yeah. and dead like, yes uh yeah no I, I actually quite like james franco and i was just like wow i have to admire them as much mm. as i loathe them <laughs> as much as i loathe them all Fair enough. Like, I don't mind James um, Franco, but I couldn't watch him in this kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't yeah. want to see him being all quirky and smile mm-hmm. in your face while it's yeah. an alien movie. But yeah, that was... I also... I like, props him on that one. Yeah. No, I kind of wonder, is is his new thing to be, like, just momentarily or, like, in the past in sci-fi movie? Not in sci-fi movies, but basically... It's very specific. Go on. It, it is. But, um, yeah, you know in uh, Dawn, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? He's oh, just like the second one, yeah, it's like a photograph. Yeah, he's yeah, just in it. Yeah. I mean, I know he actually was in the first yeah. one, so it's maybe not as the same thing, but I don't know. Is he just going to turn up in like the second of trilogies <laughs> for like a, a weird, like retroactive cameo thing? Yeah, because he's in the promo <laughs> materials for this, and the promo yeah. stuff was like extra scenes, basically. Mm. But I don't think he has any dialogue in those either. Like, the only yeah. bit of screen time he has yeah, is so the, the video really that she watches. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was fine with that, to be honest. <laughs> 
Um, but yes, you're going to say Billy yes, Crudup. Sorry, but yes. I think I know what scene you're talking about. Is this the scene where he gets promoted and yes. then like telegraphs his entire character motivation in the, the dialogue? That, I mean, that was that was really bad, and I do agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am a Christian, you, damn it, yeah, was, to camera. He says basically. Yeah. No, that was very strange. But it was just the, the moment that he said, "Oh, well, we got this." weird confusing distress call that we don't know what it's about and we found this this new planet and now this is the best idea i've ever had and we're <laughs> going to go there forever and we're all going to be really happy i was just like no i will not enjoy this movie like it's possibly uh, i don't know if, I, if i'd say that it topped prometheus in terms of idiocy but it was just it was up there you hated prometheus just, i guess yeah huh you hated prometheus yes. i guess okay right, right. um That's fine. That's fine. and I just, I hate movies where everyone's just stupid. <laughs> it's like, I just, when, when he said that, I was just like, okay, there, I have no, there's nothing for me to like root for, or there's no one for me to like hold my hopes on anymore. Like everyone is just stupid. They're all going to die. <laughs> they all probably deserve to die. <laughs> uh, so like for me, uh, it was just like, oh, you just ruined the next two hours of my life. Really, Scott, thank you. But then you got to see Michael kissing Michael. No, <laughs> no one knew that was coming. So it was like, no. what? No, I didn't. We'll get that in a second, though. Um, yes, I fully agree with you. And I think it, it, what added salt to the wound is that John Logan wrote this. And John Logan, for those who don't know, wrote Skyfall. And everyone likes Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Well, John Logan and their two Bond writers. And they're like, oh, John okay. Logan's really good. Let's give him the right Spectre. And then they hired more writers for Spectre after his first script came in. And you've all seen Spectre. Well, no, you haven't, actually, because no one's on it. <laughs> it's a mess. And you know, Penny Dreadful. And oh. the through line of all these things is, yeah. including Alien Covenant... They're all incredibly dumb, mm. but he has a fascination with like name dropping Shelley and Byron, and so oh. he will try and come across as making like he mentioned that. Tennyson and Skyfall or Byron and Shelley and this or Penny Dreadful, and try and come across as smart and deep that. by mentioning these oh classical writers in these incredibly stupid scripts where characters don't act like human beings yeah. and they're all idiots. I think it's really funny that it oh. thinks it, it thinks it's art, Sarah. <laughs> wow, like th- this is honestly almost redeeming it slightly for me. <laughs> But because I was, I've genuinely been wondering for so long, why yeah. did he have that quote that he misattributed and then reattributed? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just so pointless. Was, well, that was actually, <laughs> that tiny moment I almost liked. I just think that it had to be done by yeah. mentioning Shelley and Byron. Just, yeah, the idea that David, <laughs> apparently the reason you know David is a bad one is because he mm. misattributed a quote, not because he just genocided a bad <laughs> second he arrived at it. But sure, movie, tell us that that's the reason he's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it. But then again, I like Prometheus, but not. I think I think Prometheus is slightly harshly judged. It is very silly, mm-hmm. but there is cool ideas in it, and I like mm-hmm. that idea of like ancient astronauts and the whole where did life come from on Earth? Was it alien? That's a whole nice idea. It's mm-hmm. not as well explored as it could have been Prometheus, mm-hmm. and then Covenant. I was looking forward to doing more, and they kind of did, but they also went, let's just finish off Prometheus' plot yeah. and then move on, because no one wants more Prometheus, apparently. I did, but... Yeah, I was actually, I was surprised that there was um, so little, like, mythology mm. in comparison. Yeah, I actually thought that was kind of the thing that people did want to see. They want alien mythology, but they didn't like Prometheus' one, so they're just yeah. like, well, tie that one off, I'll make a new one. Yeah, yeah, no, that, it's really weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, what, what else? Hmm. What was I going to say? Probably more complaining. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah, actually, a friend of mine made a good point, which I'm actually now... Going to steal. Yes. I'm going to steal. <laughs> I make millions off. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she made a great point, which is that, like, she's never seen a film where the director just, like, hates humanity so much, <laughs> which I think is kind of true. Cabin in the Woods? <laughs> Maybe, Cabin in the yeah. Woods. <laughs> 
But actually, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure Ridley Scott is very much aligned with um, with David in this movie. Like, mm. I can kind of understand why he decided to kiss himself now. <laughs> you know, like, it, it sort of makes more sense the more uh, that I think about it. <laughs> I just, it, it came so out of nowhere. And I saw, like, release day, and it was everyone kind of just, there was just a split second of pause and then it just like these weird, confused titters and snorts of laughter. Mm-hmm. Like no one knew what to do with that scene. Yeah. Because there was a scene before that when he's teaching him to play the flute. And there's that line. <laughs> it, was, it was like you holding your mouth. And he, he like leans in and goes, I'll do the fingering. <laughs> and he says it in such a way that I tried not to laugh. And I didn't laugh. But everyone else laughed. Oh, okay. But then when you get to the bit <laughs> where he was kissing himself, you're yeah. like, well, okay, they know what they're doing here. This is just <laughs> fucking weird slash fic now. It's yeah. fine. But I just love the idea that... If you take it as a fast bender demanding these things, it's not fast bender demanding these things, <laughs> no. but I'd like imagine it is. It's like, the only person I can kiss is me. <laughs> and I guess to the final fight, the only person that can beat Michael Fassbender is another Michael Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great yeah. movie, guys. It's terrible. It's great. And uh, I, I, I really hate that David made the Xenomorphs. That's so stupid. Yeah. It's so idiotic. Yeah. No, it's... Well, like, that's the thing. Um, that, like, honestly, I don't think anyone... Did, did anyone like need a pre like a an origin story? No, as everyone alien? says, like the reason they're scary because no one knows what they are. <laughs> yeah, the, the, exactly. the mystery the mystery about them is the interesting thing. Like yeah. once you explain that no no they come from a weird bio weapon goo that these giant white dudes invented and then a yeah. robot came along, kissed himself and then made more of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like that's shit. Yeah. I also wonder as well that um the android synthetic androids or whatever they're called, every movie they get less and less relevant. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I but in the first Alien, no one knows who yes the android is. Correct. But I kind of feel like when everyone knows, it's like uh, not not that like, he can't still perform functions and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, but then he doesn't need to look human anymore. He can just be a weird gray. like the big weird box things in the cellar, sure. just yeah, <laughs> big like, walking fridge. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, ah, well, I agree with you, but I also think the point <laughs> of David is that he's meant to be this promethean sort of folly of the gods thing of we create this robot and yeah. kill us so well, I, I don't mind looking human in that case but i agree with you functionally narratively <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, he could be a fridge that that's yeah that is what i mean that yeah, like no, it, I get you. <laughs> um oh yeah and actually talking of that opening scene like entirely oh, I love necessary it. totally love it though. i like seeing because it was the payoff to having guy pierce and that stupid old man makeup <laughs> there's young guy pierce yes. ah <laughs> His it's origin story, yes. I get it. Oh my god! I've seen people on Twitter actually getting a review of it, and he was just saying, "How? What is the point of that room he's in? Like, I know rich people love dumb stuff in their house. So <laughs> what's the point of the the David statue piano giant white room? <laughs> I guess that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about it. You said it, but yeah, really good point. I want a giant tea room with a yeah. piano and nothing else. Yeah. But, oh um, god, it was so terrible. Mm. But I'm dying to see it again. To be quite no, honest, fair enough. Um, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Like the um, practical effects. Oh, I'll let you talk in a second. Uh, sure. Sorry. <laughs> Get some pauses in before you go That's kicking it, it yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, like the practical effects on the Neomorph, I think they're called, are pretty good. Like when mm-hmm. you see it just upright, kind of hissing at David, and he's like, oh, you beautiful thing, let me kiss you. Oh, no, you've been shot. Mm. Uh, it looked great. Like that looked really kind of creepy looking in the bone white design. I know they tried that in Alien Resurrection and it didn't look very good, but it did look really cool there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's really stupid. Like I just love that she goes off for a sexy shower. <laughs> the second she gets there and yeah. then gets killed and then there's another sexy share later on oh yeah <laughs> uh, and then your man's like alright so sketchy android I'll come see your den of horrors mm. what's that put my face over the egg can do <laughs> and then he's been face hugger yes oh my god like 
I, he was a Christian, damn it. He, he <laughs> believed in the word of God, robot man. Yeah, I, I like, to be fair, I, yeah, I was thinking about this earlier, that, like, I kind of have to admire them for being, like, for just writing that in. David tells whatever his name is to come and to come and look at thing. Yeah. Says it's fine. <laughs> Turns out it isn't fine. It eats his face. It's just like, uh, I, uh, I guess I guess it's like so un like not undramatic, but sort of just like anti dramatic. Yeah, it yeah. kind of is amazing. I will give you that. It like I I I love the sort of just complete mor- moronity of it all. Because that moment was in the trailer, and I thought, that's stupid. But in the movie, I, I thought it was impressed that they tried to give it some build-up in that, like, David's like, come on, come on, Billy, go up, look, at, look at my things. And I was like, no, it's it's an inert egg, it's an inert scat, it's all fine, look, you can touch it, it's okay. Yeah. Look at this big, weird opening egg, look at this, like, well, you haven't been wrong so far, so I guess I'll put my face in this. <laughs> and then, and this is also this is a nitpicky annoyance, but when he does, when Billy Crook does face, or... Uh, xenomorph out it first of all the life cycle seems very quick he, uh, he yeah, chest bursts yeah. very fast but also it isn't like the weird little penis monster from the first mm. alien it's like a fully bipedal four-limbed thing that does a little kind of crucifix pose for some reason mm. little buffalo oh, yeah. bill dance well, and then yeah <laughs> uh moves on with its life but yeah i will say uh good things again um what's his face guy from parks and rec oh no not parks and rec uh, what was the name of the pilot <laughs> The name, oh, okay, um, Danny McBride. Danny McBride, thank you. Um, <laughs> he was really good. Yeah. I yeah. don't mind him, but I thought, mm. oh, him and James Franco thing, he can't do a serious movie, but mm. he's actually solid as a, in a dramatic role. Like, he was mm. still kind of cracking wise and stuff, but, you know, when his wife dies sure. and that accident that was totally avoidable, he's like, oh man, this is sad. Yeah, convincing <laughs> Danny McBride. <laughs> it is well sad. done. Wow. <laughs> a totally needless death in your wife's part, but that's this film, so yeah, good job being yeah. sad about it. Absolutely. Uh, I will say, in John Logan's favor, I do. I knew the film would end on this note because the opening scene tells you it's going to end on this note. Mm. But I did love that final scene of him playing that piece of the Tchaikovsky or whatever it was, the March oh, of the right, Gods in yeah. the Valhalla or something, <clears throat> as he just vomits up embryos. It's like mm. this is weird and creepy and overblown and very penny dreadfully, and I kind of love this, but. Mm. Again, I just think John Logan, stop hiring him for things. He's not yeah, good. He can't. Geez. It's like he wrote Skyfall <laughs> with two other people, and apparently they were probably the key ones in this. It's looking uh, like everyone else, duh, he's not good. Yeah. And actually, can we talk about the this the sort of final battle between David and Walter? Mm-hmm. Um, this is Walter, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Um, where it's just like, oh, cut away. Yeah, there was no reveal no, there. No. no. Basically, all you can do is just anticipate when David is going to reveal himself. Mm-hmm. That is literally the only logical conclusion of having that. There is yeah. no way you could just... Ha- oh, it turns out it was Walter all along. It's great. <laughs> um, actually, really, like that's the kind of thing that probably could work in like a book. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work on screen. Stop. Don't try it. <laughs> and also as a thing of, I know it's a movie, so he does not suspend his belief, but that he had the time to yeah, cut off yeah. his arm, cauterize it and change clothes in like at most 60 seconds before mm-hmm. they left. Like just this little thing like that, which I know like, it's just a movie. Don't think about it. But if you're thinking, if your mind cops it, something's yeah. wrong. Like, that's why Inception worked so well the first yeah. time around. Oh, Inception right, was yeah, incredibly yeah. stupid, but you don't catch the dumb shit for like mm-hmm. a second, third viewing. So you kind of absorb in it. Whereas this one's like, how? That's stupid. Yeah. But again, someone decided to put a scene in and Michael Fassbender kissing Michael Fassbender. (laughs) 
I don't I don't know why narratively it happened. I, yeah. I still don't understand the point of that mm. scene, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like John Logan wrote that for the crack. I was like, you know what I see? Fassbender kissing himself. Wrote yeah. it in. And the, <laughs> I, I assume they probably thought, this will get cut out. Oh, Ridley Scott shooting it right now. And it's made the final cut. Mm. Well then. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah. I was actually thinking, I was trying to think about what space movies that have come out lately that I actually... <laughs> weren't bad. That, yeah, weren't bad, to be kind of honest. I think the only one I can really think of is The Martian. And that I know... Ridley Scott as well, actually, yeah. Yeah, there you go, yeah. And, like, honestly, it's because it was proficient. Yes. And it wasn't <laughs> trying to be serious. It was very no. jokey and, yeah. Yeah. I think the only movie that I've of that genre that I've loved is recent times is probably Moon, Moon which is nine years old now? Eight years old? 2009. Please don't tell me. Is it actually? I think, yeah. Good God. So, so I don't Jesus. understand why, like... It's so hard Everyone, to do. Yeah. Okay, no, actually, fair enough. Going to take it back slightly. Uh, Sunshine, also really long ago, oh, yeah. but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But it seems like people going into space have to be stupid for some reason. <laughs> and I, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope that stops. That felt therapeutic, <laughs> though. I enjoyed that. Just, just screaming at Alien for yeah. a while. <laughs> I feel cleansed. I know. Um, <laughs> As though, as though an alien has emerged from us. Yeah, an alien <laughs> built a frustration. Um, <laughs> God, I, I am sad there won't be a sequel, though. If, well, there mightn't be a sequel, because I kind of want to see just how much dumb this can get. I'd say there'd, there'd be one. It I... didn't do great, though. Like, it cost yeah. $97 million, which isn't that much. That's less than Prometheus. Mm. Uh, but it didn't make... Usually the rule of thumb is three times your budget, because that's include marketing costs. Mm. And then costs. obviously, like, studios don't get the whole ticket price back and they get some of it, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it made just under three times that, so it's probably been a loss okay. on the whole. Which doesn't mean they won't make a sequel to it, because mm-hmm. it's alien and, you know, brand recognition. Uh, but they might fire John, John Logan, which would be good, I think, in general, but also bad, because they want more of just <laughs> Michael Fassbender talking about Byron and Shelley and nothing else, yeah. and trying yeah. to sound deep, and mm. then kissing himself lots, and, <laughs> I don't know, kicking a small child down some stairs, and then mm. claiming that the aliens made him do it, or... Yeah, oh, they're so good. bad, they're, they're great, I love them. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I guess film of the episode uh, for you. What would you? Mm, I, mm, I guess would I say it comes at night. Yes. Yes, I, I will say that. I, as the patriarchal voice in the room, so yes, you can say that. Uh, I will say Wonder Woman, I guess, but with a a decent lean on Baby Driver and a sort of a if you get a chance, Miss Sloane's all right. Mm. But uh, yeah, Wonder Woman's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. Excellent. Right, well, on that note, yes. uh, do you care to sign us off, Sarah? Or? Um, I don't have anything to say, really. Um, it's been, been good. Um, we'll, yeah, I suppose we'll, it's been a pleasure working with you. Oh, yeah. We'll, I'll escort uh, you to the door now. I will regenerate into Peter Capaldi and That's then it. continue <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, so we will catch you all at some point soon. Uh, going by the, the current ratio, about six weeks probably seems yeah. to be going right. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, by actually, all means, check out the flower. Yes, sir. Ooh, just wondering anything you want to see in the next one? Oh, uh, well, Spider Man's out soon. That should be all right. I'm dying to see it comes at night. That's, mm, that's yes. a good one. Um, I think Atomic Blonde's out soon. Yeah. Okay. I'm dying to see that yes. one. Nothing artsy that I can think of. I'm mm. just thinking, what's the biggest, dumbest, loudest thing yeah, coming out soon? Yeah. There's definitely something smart coming soon, mm-hmm. but I can't think of it. So, for moments with Spider Man, Atomic Blonde, it comes at night. Okay. Uh, uh, Dunkirk that's soon oh I forgot that was out yes I have no interest in that really? but I will obviously okay. see it because it's a Chris Nolan movie and okay. I kind of hate him now but I will Fair have enough. to see it yeah. what, what are your thoughts um, well I'm not a I've never been really a Chris mm. Nolan fan but 
uh, my dad is a big war, war movie yeah. fan um and i do want to do want to bring him and eh, i have a feeling i feel like nolan will have less of an opportunity to screw up a war movie like there's a pretty decent formula there that's um, the thing everyone keeps saying is what's the twist going to be is it time travel is it oh no i hope <laughs> we're like leo DiCaprio show up at the end and it's all been part of the inception <laughs> world or something like because every nolan has that really dumb plot twist where yeah. some inconquered element of the universe just breaks the whole film mm-hmm. so what'll it be this time uh yeah, I think it's really funny on the trailer that the one bit of Tom Hardy speaking lines you see, his ma- face is like muffled by a mask. And oh, it, yeah. it's, it's to say, we know you like Tom Hardy. Yeah. Here he is doing your British voice in the big dumb mask again. Um, and Harry Styles is in it. Yes. Let's all see Harry Styles <laughs> doing an acting. That's it. I just, I've seen the trailers and not one of them has got me excited for it. So I, I'm going to, I'll see it, but I'm also like, ugh, I'm also not a big war movie person. So that's probably mm, a, yeah, a bit of a yeah. downer. But yes, that's actually one we should definitely talk about next yeah. time because that's the big movie. Well, it's a big movie of the year nominally, yet I, it, there's been very little about it. Like, usually yeah, Nolan films are followed agreed. by a lot of pomp and circumstance. This one's just kind of like, it's out next month. Oh. Uh, yes, yeah, agreed. And there's also actually Churchill coming out, which is like a uh, yeah. war movie. I'm hearing mixed things with that one, all right. Yeah. yeah, or maybe it's more of a biopic than a war movie. I think it is. Grant, well. But, uh, whatever. You know. There'll British. be war movie bits in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and what, sorry, actually, I should also give a mention, what's, what is the name of the Irish movie that I was mentioning earlier? um the sanctuary the sanctuary yes i, I really would like to see that uh, i'm I really hope i see i'm away the next couple mm. of weeks so keeping my fingers crossed that i'll get to see it who report the co- record the podcast oh wait no that's not a problem because <laughs> two weeks is no time yeah, in our world that's it <laughs> so anyway we kind of had a twist ending there which wasn't an ending so now yes. we are real ending <laughs> will so. we play it out to uh what's the what's the thing an alien called again is it like the entering of the gods in the Valhalla or something. Yeah, let's call it that. It's something akin to that. And it's if it's very not that, we will write, uh, like we will write it for ourselves. And yeah, so yeah. we'll play it out to that music, <laughs> or someone can find like Michael Fassbender rapping. Maybe that'll yes. be funny. Put that on there. Okay. In any case, we will see you probably in August, yes. maybe even September. Let's aim for Ooh. August. <laughs> uh, until next time, people of podcast world. Bye. Bye. Danger. The emergency destruct system is now activated. The ship will detonate in T-minus 10 minutes.